We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, Kyle Hamilton was asked what it was like when he first played against Lamar Jackson on the field and in practice. And let's just say he was blown away and made clear where Lamar ranks among the league's top quarterbacks. Yeah, Sarah. Plus, we've got updates on what kept Lamar busy over this past weekend, including a special night while he was sporting a clean tux and even presenting his mother with a little surprise. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Monday, May 15th. And this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault, presented by this month's returning patron, Tanner Mashburn. So Odell Beckham Jr. shed some new light on where he is in his ongoing recovery process back from the torn ACL. And he was also seen training with one of his new teammates as well. Plus former Raven pass rusher, Zardarius Smith. Well, he's going to be suiting up against his former team twice a year in the AFC North after a significant trade over this weekend. We have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. Okay, Sarah, when the media talks about Lamar Jackson, we know that it's typically in polarizing and divisive ways which typically makes for good clickbait. But if you want a more realistic view of how Lamar actually affects the game or perhaps even his own locker room, all you really got to do is talk to his teammates, other players around the league, whether they might be, again, in-house or opponents. Yeah, and that's why it was fun to listen to second-year safety Kyle Hamilton when he was talking about what it was like when he first lined up across Lamar. Could you imagine being a rookie? <laughs> you go to practice and it's like, oh, hey, guard Lamar Jackson. Don't let him throw the ball. And this happened, you know, obviously right after Kyle was drafted in the first round is the 14th overall pick at a Notre Dame. And let's just say Kyle was amazed. Bro, that, that might be one of the most like God-given talented dudes I've ever seen. Like, I remember the first day of camp or not camp first day of OTAs when he was there I was just like this so this is what like a top five NFL quarterback looks like like it's crazy the difference between like an average quarterback and like going from college to seeing Lamar like if you're if you're this far away from him like he's open like the receiver's open 
He's got a crazy arm, obviously super fast. Like, he don't even be running hard, and he'll hit, like, 20 miles an hour. Like, it's, he's just a freak athlete. And, I mean, he makes the whole team go. And undoubtedly top five, whichever way you want to put it. Well, that audio is from the Varsity House, a Notre Dame podcast. And, Bobby, since Lamar has signed his contract, I've seen various sports shows, various websites rank Lamar among the top quarterbacks in the league. And there are many, I'd say, more that rank him super low than high. I've seen many put him you know, between 10 and 12 in the league. And obviously, Kyle, he's Lamar's teammate, so he's not going to rank him low. But, Bobby, I just feel like I really do think the media is sleeping on Lamar right now. Since he finished the last two seasons injured, I think they've just forgotten how dangerous he is. Each of the last two years, Lamar has either had the Ravens at the top of the AFC when he went down or at the very least in playoff contention. You add that to the fact that EDC has surrounded him with the best weapons he's ever had at his disposal in his entire NFL career. And hey, we might just see him take the next step to an even higher level, particularly as a passer. And hey, I hope he obliterates the pot shots he takes about being a running back like the one that the Arizona Cardinals leveled at him last week. I made sure to put a little hit piece out over the weekend. You know, my mom was in town. There was family everywhere. I said, wait a second. I got to go after Arizona for that because that was a cheap shot. And Bobby, for those that didn't know about it, because we haven't covered it here on this show, uh, the Cardinals team Twitter account, the way they announced their weekly games, they did it with these side-by-side images of an opponent next to a popular song that everybody knows right now. And for their week eight game, they posted a picture of Lamar. Makes sense. He's the face of the franchise. But they post a picture of him alongside an image of the song called Running Back by Wale featuring Lil Wayne. <laughs> okay, Arizona, I'm sure Lamar and many of the Ravens teammates saw that. And Bobby, I know Todd Munkin will still run the ball in this offense, but oof, I hope he lets Lamar throw all over the Cardinals come week eight. But I digress. Let's get back to Kyle and a couple of things that he said. Another thing he said about Lamar that has not as much to do with the impact on the game, but the type of person he is with his teammates and inside the locker room. And everybody loves him. Like, he's a great team dude, and he's a cool guy to chop it up with. I'm not, I don't know what's going to happen with the situation or whatever, but, I mean, he's a, he definitely helped me a lot, just help me be myself and stuff like that and give me confidence and just chop it up. He's, he's not Hollywood at all, and he's a really cool dude. <laughs> You know, Sarah, that really is the perfect description for Lamar's personality, not Hollywood, right? Meaning he doesn't see himself as being too good for people. And that's why he addresses everyone in the media with Miss or Mr. before their names, Lisa Salters on ESPN, right? Like he's not a super social guy, but he's always respectful when he's out and about. That's why he helps up photographers when he knocks them down on accident <laughs> when doing what he does best in open space, right? I mean, we can think about so many different examples since he's burst onto the scene over five years ago now at this point, but he even saw it this past weekend, too. He, he went to an event that was called uh, Roll with the Punches. It's a foundation annual event in support of uh, mental health awareness. And while he was there, he surprised his mother, Felicia Jones, on stage with a bouquet of flowers for Mother's Day. And then he was even quick to give a shout out 
to all the mothers who were in the house in the audience. So uh, on top of that, there was another video circulating where he was shooting a video for Blaze Pizza, and he was sure to come out to wave to all the customers, be a happy-go-lucky guy. I mean, look, none of this is rocket science, right? But it is uh, gestures that count and don't go unnoticed. Well, and just to take a page out of Lamar's book, that's Miss Felicia Jones around here. So, but Bobby, I saw that video and he was looking clean. He had that classic white coat tux and black bow tie. That's always been my favorite because that's what my dad was married in. If you haven't seen pictures, run to Lamar's Instagram. He looked so good. And real quick, two more things from Kyle Hamilton's interview. Uh, while he was very complimentary of Lamar, I also wanted to point out how much of an impact Roquan Smith has already had. So here's Hamilton on that. I can honestly say Roquan is, if not the best, like top three football players I ever played with. Like sometimes it feels like I'm out there playing one on eleven. He's just making every tackle, like all over the field. You know, he's a George boy like me. I never even heard of where he's from though. So he's from in the sticks. Um, but he's a dog. He's super athletic, super cool dude. Everybody loved him when he got traded there. Um, I don't know how we, we we got him, but I mean, I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. He just changed the whole defense, and he we just signed him to a big contract too, so he's gonna be there for a minute. And finally, Kyle also talked about, and I know we all remember it, his welcome to the NFL moment against the Miami Dolphins. That was brutal when Baltimore was up in the fourth quarter, and then receiver Tyreek Hill let a come from behind win. And Kyle said that in the beginning of the year, and we all saw it, he was thinking too much. And he was worried. He said he was worried about making mistakes. And by thinking about that so much, it actually ended up with him making mistakes. And so finally he realized he just needed to get back to the same football game that he's always played. And that allowed him to play more free. And he suddenly stopped being starstruck by guys like Lamar or Marlon Humphrey or even Roquan when he came in. And he began seeing himself as an equal. And Bobby, he started playing like it. Sometimes there's going to be pressure every day you walk in the building. I mean, they draft you first round for a reason. You expect to come in and produce like right away. There's no grace period. Um, but yeah, walking in the locker room is like, damn, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Lamar, like all these dudes who... Like I grew up watching play football, and now it's like I'm on the same team as them. It's kind of crazy. But at that point, it's like, all right, now I got to snap in and be like on the same level as them and produce. That's what I realized throughout the season. Because at the beginning, I'd get in the games and be like, damn, I'm really in the NFL. But then as like we got further in the season, it's like I feel like I belong out here and start making more plays. And it's just I feel like that's a natural step that everybody takes. Still to come here on The Vault, OBJ's new update on his health status post-torn ACL and how Zay Flowers left his father stunned after his first big NFL purchase. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Bobby. Now, as we all know, new Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. was sidelined for all of 2022 with a torn ACL that he sustained in the Super Bowl. But over the weekend, OBJ provided a promising update on where he is in this ongoing recovery process. And he did so via Twitter. So here's the tweet itself. Quote, I'm really on the way. It feels good to be able to, quote, train and prepare for a season instead of just trying to throw it all together to be healthy enough to make it to the games. I'm grateful for the time off. I had to heal, close quote. And Sarah, that is music to Baltimore's ears as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, based on some training highlights he's posted to his Instagram page in recent days, OBJ is looking spry, he's running freely, and he's showing off some silky smooth route running and, of course, his signature one-handed catches. And, hey, of course, he's not in pads yet. There's no defense in these clips I'm referring to. It's literally May 15th. But I'm going to go ahead and trust the guy who's been around as long as OBJ has when he comments on how good his body feels knowing that, yeah, he's been in the league for years and he's set to turn 31 this November. I'm going to trust that guy in terms of the way he's trusting himself right now for how he feels so early on in this process. Yeah, nobody knows their bodies better than the players themselves, and he's certainly had himself a star-studded offseason, both during training sessions and when off the clock as well. OBJ has been seen working out with fellow NFL stars like Saquon Barkley and DeAndre Hopkins. He's also been working out with rookie wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. And listen, he's also pulled up to several Phoenix Suns games throughout the NBA postseason prior to their recent elimination over the weekend. OBJ loves himself a good courtside seat, all right? And the cameras tend to flock to him, pun intended there. But uh, <laughs> Sarah, we cannot forget which one of his Ravens teammates popped up in one of his most recent training videos. And that is one Rashad Bateman. Now, count me as one who is absolutely here for a little mentor-mentee relationship between these two guys. We know that Rashad has often spoken about, really over the years, his affinity for OBJ and how much he's looked up to him uh, since coming to the NFL and even prior, way well prior to coming to the NFL. And hey, OBJ has a ton of NFL miles on his tires and Look, while they'll ultimately be competing against one another for touches within Todd Munkin's offense, I think this bodes well for Bateman 
in regards to his ongoing development. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm here for that as well. And especially knowing OBJ's been through his fair share of injuries throughout his career, right? So Bateman doesn't want to make a habit <laughs> out of his unavailability over his first two NFL seasons. So soaking up all that he can on how to take care of his body by watching a seasoned veteran go about his business will hopefully pay long-term dividends. But Bobby, I hear rookie first-round pick Zay Flowers while we're talking about all these Ravens receivers. Flowers recently made his first significant NFL transaction since being drafted by Baltimore. I can confidently tell you, partner, that this was easily the best thing I saw over the weekend. And remember, Zay is one of 14 kids. We talked about this on draft night. And unfortunately, his mother is no longer with us. Now, his rookie contract with the Ravens is still being finalized at the time of this taping, but as his agent, Eric Dunn, noted on Twitter, the marketing money, it's starting to roll in, and he decided to put it to good use by surprising his father with a brand new 2023 Mercedes-Benz, and the video is priceless. You can go check it out on Twitter, but as we learned on draft night, the father-son relationship these two have it's pretty dang priceless as well. My son, uh, Xavier Flowers, Zay Flowers, a.k.a. X, you know, just want to say how proud I am of you, you know, and I know we all wish the whole family that your mom was here, but trust me, she's smiling on you. And, uh, you know, this is uh, no surprise to me because, you know, you got a lot of siblings and from a kid, you know, I've been seeing what you can do and I'm just so happy and proud proud of you right now. I mean, the world, you know, they're going to get a taste and see what I've been seeing, you know, your entire life. You know, you got, you got like a real happy dad here and I know all your siblings, you know, all your brothers and sisters are so happy for you and they'll be here shortly. And it's just congratulations, son. I mean, I love you. Your mom loves you. We all love you, man. And I know you're going to do well. And I'm just so grateful to have you as a son, you know, and good luck. Oh, thank you for always believing in me. Oh. You raised 14 of us, um, and you did a good job with it. And I thank you for that. I appreciate everything you taught me. All right, Sarah. Didn't see this one coming, but uh, it's just how it goes in the NFL this offseason, I suppose. Former Ravens pass rusher Zedarius Smith. He's on his way back to the AFC North. It is not to Baltimore. He ain't wearing purple and black like he almost was around this time last year. Give us an update. What happened over the weekend? Yeah, no. Instead, he will be wearing brown. And that's because the Minnesota Vikings traded the three-time Pro Bowler and a sixth and seventh round pick to Cleveland for, in return, a pair of fifth rounders. So, Bobby, it obviously wasn't the most expensive trade for the Browns to pull off. And Zardarius didn't give the Vikings much leverage after he made it abundantly clear publicly that he wanted out. It certainly just goes to show how much can change in a year. I mean, it was literally, like I just said a second ago, it was just last offseason that he verbally agreed to a deal with Baltimore only to pull out a few days later for more money in Minnesota. And he ended up getting a three-year deal for $42 million. Yeah, well, it'll be Cleveland paying the final two years of that deal, although we don't have all the details on how all the money's going to work if Minnesota's going to be paying for part of it. But however it works out, the Browns will have a more than formidable pair of pass rushers 
with Zardarius lining up on the other side of all pro Miles Garrett. And Bobby, according to ESPN stats and information, there are only five players to have 10 or more sacks in three of the past four seasons. And Zadarius and Garrett are two of those five. So yeah, that's a pretty good pair of pass rushers. That's a problem duo of pass rushers. And oh man, the Ravens are going to have their hands full with that matchup a couple times a year. Hey, all pro Ronnie Stanley, he's going to be able to hold his own, you'd like to think. And hopefully Morgan Moses can get the job done as well. I mean, those two simply cannot risk letting those guys get close anywhere close to Lamar. Nowhere close. Yeah, nowhere yeah. close. But And Bobby, meanwhile, as we know, Baltimore still has some work to do to round out its own pass rushing core because, I mean, look, they do obviously have a phenomenal start. Tyus Bowser, Odafe Owe, and David Ojabo. We're going to see what he can do in his second year, which will kind of be like his first year. Uh, but they could use another vet in the group, and it wouldn't surprise me if they still try to go out and re-sign the veteran, Justin Houston, just before training camp in July. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with this regarding former Ravens tight end Nick Boyle. The 30-year-old is participating in Steelers camp. That's right, in Pittsburgh enemy territory on a tryout basis as a long snapper. He was seen at uh, College Park at the University of Maryland not long ago, also getting in reps. So he's trying his damnedest to get back into the NFL. And I can't tell, like, look, put the rivalry aside. Put your hatred aside, if you can, for Pittsburgh. I have all the respect in the world for this guy. And he really is showing us, there that he's got a love for the game. And um, I just really admire that. Elsewhere, someone's got to take Marlon Humphrey's phone away from him here and there because I'm going to read you two separate tweets of his from the same day on Friday. I don't know what he was doing, uh, but here you go. Here's the first one. He tweeted, quote, I was today years old when I found out the Titanic was real. That's wild. Low key, close quote. And the second one, if that wasn't enough, quote, at one point, I thought Rocky was based off a true story. So I'm all messed up, close quote. Now, Sarah, I'm willing to give Marlon some grace on the second one since Rocky has a statue, a physical statue. But the Titanic tweet, that one had me at a loss for words, and I'm not sure if I have him yet, but I digress. And finally, the Atlanta Falcons signed free agent wide receiver Slade Bolden on Sunday. The former Alabama standout spent some time with the Ravens as one of the team's undrafted free agents last summer, and he was certainly a training camp favorite among some of you within the Ravens flock community, but he is Atlanta bound with Calais Campbell. Thanks for listening to the morning vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens vault podcast. Now, as you know, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons this month, Chris Gagnon and Jaron Fonville. We appreciate you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today, but we'll be back on Tuesday with the Ravens news you need to know.